there is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension where a pig farmer from Peterborough can have the eyes of a dog. It is where everyone masturbates at 30,000 feet. It is a dimension of both hashtag nut and the grapefruit technique of things as sweet as in your own car or cutting your own hair. It is a dimension where Wendy gets gangbanged by Rob Ford and the Chivago guy it's so good. on a crack bender. Look, up ahead, it's Patrick and Vader in a van full of candy. You've just crossed over into the podcast zone. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Hey! Dance! Welcome to the Jay and Dan Podcast, episode 34, brought to you by our new sponsor! Yes! DraftKings.com DraftKings is our new sponsor. And you- by new sponsor, it's our, we, we haven't had a sponsor since a certain workwear clothing shop decided to abandon us four months into our old run. So if you're watching the YouTube version, you can see that Jay is wearing the DraftKings shirt over his suit like he just won the Super Bowl. It feels quite nice. And uh, Mike is also wearing it. Very nice, yeah, good quality really shirts. I will- uh, Arnold? The Arnold shirt too. looks Arnold's got the hat on it's too. DraftKings perfectly pressed shirts. That is really, really sharp. Uh, DraftKings.com. By you the can way. play one day fantasy football and become a millionaire? Yeah, two hundred oh. million in cash payouts up for grabs. Go to DraftKings.com. Guys, give them lots of support. We want we want them to think this is worth it. All right. That's the podcast. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Terrific stuff, everybody. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> That's the end. Boy, I can't. No, it's not over. It's not over? No. I can't nah. stop thinking about uh, the Wendy's chick getting gangbanged okay, but- by the Travago guy and Rob Ford. Now, who's taking the mouth and who's taking <sighs> the vagina? Like, it's the- is it a wobbly H? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I need to know. When I visualize those things. Where she has a pretzel later. bun in her mouth. Oh, okay. That makes pretzel sense. Pretzel bun in the mouth. Okay. And then they're giving her the old DP. Yeah. We'll get our hands on more balls. Apologize to any families listening around the listening around the fireplace. Uh, I've got some apologies on this podcast I've got to make. But Ooh. first, Dan, uh, tell us about your trip to Vegas. I see you've got a Whiskey Pete's t-shirt on. Oh, yeah. Can Dan... After you tell the story, you got to put one of the DraftKings shirts over the whiskey. Okay. So, first off, what? That's Whiskey Pete. But what's he thinking? He's thinking, I can't wait to gangbang the Wendy's girl. <laughs> so, he's got a bottle of Jack in his hand. He's like, ah, f- build a casino. I don't f- care. It's right over the border. I don't give a. F-. I'm not come, building in Vegas. Come gamble. I'm f- drunk. <laughs> so, did you actually do some gambling at Whiskey Pete's this time? So, here's what I did. I uh, left after work on Saturday night. And again. Um, Everyone was ridiculing you because you weren't just flying there. You decided you had to drive. Well, there's no flights at midnight. No, but you could have just flown like the next morning. Yeah, I got there and gambled before everyone else. So uh, I ran into Dodger traffic because it was an extra inning game. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was fun. Um, Then I made it to Prim Valley, which is just over the border. And I uh, texted my friend Superfly. I said, hey, I'm I'm here. He goes, where? I said, uh, Prim Valley. He goes, I... That's not Vegas. So I uh, spent the night there and then woke up in the morning. And I said, whoa, 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 as you would say. 
you drove to Whiskey Pete's. Uh, is that Prim Valley? Yes. And you stayed over. Because it's still another Instead of flying. <laughs> yeah. I ended up getting a free room because they messed up. Oh, um, so I woke wait, up. Wait, 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 wait. Because I went to check in, and they're like, ah, our thing's closed for the night. Come back in 30 minutes. I'm like, okay. I come back. They're like, no rooms are left. We just gave it away. I'm like, but you told me to come back in 30 minutes. So the guy's like, ah. Here, take this janitor's <laughs> classic room. First off, how the place was sold out is beyond me. I don't know. So I just want to clarify that instead of just flying to Vegas. Yes. You drove to the worst casino in no. the United States. No. Barely got a room there, then got up the next morning and drove. Well, no, I got on, up the next morning fine. and I said, uh, Superfly, uh, you, you coming to see me? He goes, how am I supposed to get there? Okay, so you were you actually <laughs> wanted him to come to Whiskey yeah. Pete's. You didn't want to go. How much further was it? 40 minutes. Are, are you? Oh, you can't say that today, Dave. We'll bleep Today's it. Today's an age. We'll bleep it out. Um. So anyway. He convinced me, and then I went met him at the Hard Rock and had a great time. <laughs> so you went the extra 40 minutes. I realized the Hard Rock is a bit n- nicer than Whiskey Pete's. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's a that's an understatement. And then uh, Super and I, we went to see Karat Top. Okay, this is... Every- Karat Top. Everybody's talking about this, and I can't wait to hear the story. So you've always wanted to see him. Always wanted. Never you- had a willing participant. Right. So-, and so, so what happened? You got there. Was he... Was Superfly leery about actually going to this or was he is on board oh no board? he's seen him like three four times oh wow and superflies met him before they met at like a chris rock concert in vancouver uh super said carrot top sat down in front of him turned around and said hey what's going on <laughs> just start, started chatting with him so he said hey, anytime you're at one of my shows just uh, say you're here and uh we'll, we'll have a chat so he left our names with the guy uh, his uh, like assistant and then after the show this guy comes down and says hey guys come with me we went in and went into this room, uh, and then Carrot Top came in. We had a nice chat with him. How creepy is his face on a scale of 1 to 10? No, he's actually, like, he makes fun of his appearance his entire performance, which, by the way, is the best deal in Vegas. Oh, he does make fun of it. Oh, yeah. He, he, he makes fun of his... He plays a clip, like, he plays all these clips where people make fun of him, and the one is the family feud, where they say, uh, one of the questions was... What celebrity creeps you out the most? And the answer is Carrot Top. So that's what the lady says. And then he's upset that it's not, it didn't make the big board. They said, <laughs> show me Carrot Top. And then he, it got X'd out. So he's like, oh, great. I didn't even make the board. Um, so we had a chat with him. Really nice guy. And here is the topper for the meeting Carrot Top. He says, thanks for coming by the show. I watch your guy's show all the time. I'm like, uh, do you really? Do you really? He goes, no, I think your guy's show's great. So thanks for coming by the show. Carrot Top. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. That picture you guys took together, though, you looked like you could be two creepy old bachelors who finally <laughs> come out of the closet. Well, did you see it look like we were in a basement? It did kind of. It was at the Luxor? It's like a little green room. Yes, and his entire performance is also making fun of the Luxor as well. <laughs> But it's the best deal in Vegas, isn't it? It's oh, like yeah. 60 bucks. 60 bucks to see them. Can't beat it. Small little theater. Every seat's great. And were you, be honest, were you laughing? Like, were you genuinely laughing through the performance? Um, the good thing with going with uh, my friend Sean, a.k.a. Superfly, is he is a great warm-up act just hanging out with him. Right. Because he gets you in the mood to laugh. Right. 
So we went into it chuckling our our uh, our cheeks off, and Superfly always says, "My cheeks already hurt." And then we went in, and then we just were chuckling were our. You'll be chuckling <laughs> your cheeks off at Carrot Top at the Luxe. Um, so he does a lot of props. He also does some uh, funny jokes too. He's a, he's a funny guy, and he he knows he knows the audience, and he knows the material. So a lot of the things he's like. He'll like do one of the props. He goes, "Yeah, there aren't all gold. A lot of this is filler, folks." <laughs> How long is the performance? Performance uh, about an hour. Well, that's all right. And then you guys all went to the strip club after. Uh yeah, me, Carrot Top. <laughs> no. How great would that be? Just strolling in with Carrot Top and a spearmint rhino. Wonder would uh, would that get you? Uh... Do you think Carrot Top's penis looks like his face? <laughs> like what? <laughs> right. The because you think about it, the pubic hair. Oh, he does right? some. He does one of the. He does one of his prop jokes where he comes out where he, he pretending to be wearing a speedo and it's just a big bush of red. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's funny. <laughs> that makes me laugh. That's good. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. And then you did some gambling. Uh yeah. Um, but again, go see Carrot Top. Oh yeah, it was, I'd go back and see it again. Did we mention DraftKings, our new sponsor, DraftKings.com? So, so this this got the night started. Oh, yeah. So I can put that hoist on. my yeah. whiskey, Pete. Um, so the night got started. So we're taking the cab to the Luxor, and we pull up to this building. We're going to take a left onto the main drag there, Las Vegas Boulevard, I believe it is. And the cabbie goes, yeah, see this uh, building here? They got a brand new. They got to tear it down. Not structurally sound. So a brand new building not structurally sound, has to be taken down panel by panel. Hmm. I can't just implode it like all the old casinos? But so Superfly and I started started riffing with each other. <laughs> so we're like, where the f- where's the building inspector during all this? Yeah. Does he show- just keep throwing it up. So our joke was, so, so they're saying, should the building inspector come see this? Nope, he's showing up on the last day. <laughs> he goes through his checklist. Yeah. Sorry, it's got to come down. So I, I don't know how. Someone wow. got fired. I hope so. Maybe it was Trump. No, I don't think it was That's Trump. what he gets for trying to buy the bills and move them to Toronto or wherever he wants. Is there to a Trump them. casino there? He has a hotel, doesn't he? Yeah, there. I think there's a Trump. Well, no, he can't have a casino, right? He has to have casinos only in Atlantic City or Vegas, right? You can't have both, I think. Isn't it the, isn't the Trump Tower, right? I think there's a hotel, hotel there, yeah. but it, there's no, no casino. casino. Really? You can, I think so. You can I only think, have it? Mm-hmm. I think I could be wrong, but I think that's them's the rules. And he's Mr. Atlantic City. So walking around the Hard Rock the entire time, thinking of Jim because I'm seeing all the stuff. I'm like, yeah, you, you, you probably like work. You probably have these instruments in your studio. You probably donated all those props to the Hard Rock. Uh, there's a few in there. There's yeah. a few. As a matter of fact, um, when you walk in the front door, uh, there's there's two Harleys there. There's Matt Sorums from Guns, and there's Tommy Lee's uh, from Motley Crue. Uh, I was there partying one night with Matt when he tried to drive that Harley off the stand out the front door. <laughs> it, it was actually about, I don't know, maybe 10 o'clock in the morning, have, having been up all night just raging. <laughs> and and uh, they, they they wound up sending us to our rooms. They said, if we, <laughs> they said time out. They, yeah, they yeah. said, enough's enough. Either you guys are out of here or you go to your rooms. That's so, hilarious. Yeah. That's so funny. You see all crazy. that stuff. You look at it and you're like, well, are you supposed to feel something? Are you supposed to say, wow? That's... I think if you like, if you're a huge Guns fan or a huge Motley Crue fan, you might but think I, that's I'm cool. a huge Johnny Cash fan. There's a Johnny Cash shirt. I'm like, yeah, there's a shirt. 
I mean, it's like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is the yeah, same yeah. way. You go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's all that stuff, old guitars, old costumes. and Yeah. yeah. Like, and here's the other thing. So they have a whole wall of uh, guitars. I, be- I bet some of those were just used in, like, sound checks. Because they say hey, they don't oh, yeah, have to lie. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Def- some of them, you know, might never have been used. They yeah. just signed them and sent them back. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of that at a lot of those hard rock restaurants and all that stuff. Because if sure. you, like, when you see a, a liner notes and you see, like, Jack White plays Gibson guitars or whatever, is Gibson literally sending him guitar after guitar after guitar? Yeah. yeah almost yeah. like a baseball player with, yeah. with equipment or, or a hockey player with equipment. Yeah, and right? you know, like, Gibson makes a slash model, right. Les Paul, you know. Yeah. Uh, they do limited runs, but, you know, they'll give him a couple, whatever yeah. he wants, you know. Yeah. But uh, for, like, vintage guitars, like if there's, like, a 1960 Les Paul or, you know, a 59 Gold Top or some, you know, guitar that's just off the charts, expensive, collector, vintage kind of thing, Gibson doesn't give those away. Right. You know, if they find one from a collector and they want to give it or get it to an artist that they think might want to use it, uh, you know, they'll bring them by. Like, I remember they brought like some kick-ass flying Vs to Slash and a few other guitars to him when we were doing Illusions. And, uh, um, you know, he had to pay for whatever he wanted. You know, oh, he, they so didn't they weren't, like, give giving them. What, no, 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 not, gu- not the vintage ones. Right. No way. What about one of those guitars that's like a double guitar? Yeah, sure. Yeah, the... the Love those. Yeah. The double the neck. Double the double necks, du- yeah. The double neck guitar. That's what uh, Otto, the bus driver in the Simpsons... <laughs> I wish for one of those guitars. It's like a double guitar. Yeah. Uh, but other- uh, I was just going to say yep. one one more thing about the hard rock. Uh, I was there the night they opened it. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. it was awesome. Who yeah. played? And B.B. Uh, uh, King played. Uh, the guys from Guns played. Um, uh, Bo Diddley played. Um, wow. I so think, real. Uh, it was a bunch of people. Billy Idol, I think Weezer. <laughs> Duran, Duran. There was all sorts of different people that played, and then the the next night, the quote unquote official opening, the Eagles opened it. Wow, and, very cool. And Cheryl Crow opened for them. It was awesome. But that first night, it was great. I remember being in the casino, and it's like, okay, BB King and Slash and Bo Diddley are sitting there. there playing blackjack. You Amazing. know, it's like, oh my god, this is really cool. <laughs> and did everyone know? go to the Spearmint Rhino? It's like right across the street. Did everyone go there? <laughs> I mean, that's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of fine establishments in that area. It's <laughs> uh, a great place. Uh, Kiss man. is yes. about to begin a residency there. I think. Really? I think so. That's a good idea. At the, at the Hard Rock. At the Hard I Rock. So really, uh, yeah. Axel just did one there. That makes so much sense for those acts to do just hang out for like two months and just play. Um, Doesn't Kiss have a bar there? They they have like there's like a a rock and roll bar or rock and brews. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and Bruise is by my house in Redondo Beach. Oh, yeah, I think that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's Chess uh, has a bar. Paul, Stan- Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, yeah, yeah. And, oh, their, the and their road tour manager. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, Chris, my friend Chris, is here uh, <clears throat> listening in. There he is. Uh, he's visiting us, and he went to went there the other day. And I was going to say another thing about Chris, and I think you'll appreciate this. What's we, that? Well, they have a six month old baby. Yep. And they wanted to go to Disneyland while they were visiting. We were like, "Why do you guys? Their baby's not even going to remember it." He's like, "It's exactly how how I want it." Because we want to take a lot of pictures. So we got a lot of pictures of the baby with Mickey. Very obvious that the baby went to Disneyland. So that when the kid turns six or seven and they say, why can't we go to Disneyland? 
They'll just bring out a picture and say, you're already there. You only so, get to go once. So is Chris <laughs> going to keep that in his wallet? the Because he has to have it at the ready. He'll have it on his phone. He'll have it on his phone. And she'll be like, okay. oh, why can't I go? And she'll be like, here, here you are with Mickey. Any other go. questions? Yeah, any other questions? <laughs> All right, I'll get back to school. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's a long, long drawn-out uh, punchline. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but you got to admire his commitment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another thing uh, that happened, it's a, l- a little bit more of a downer. Um, real quick, just want to apologize to Jenny Taft. Uh, last week, as you may remember, if you're a regular listener of this show, uh, our guest was Robert Lucetich, and uh, he was wearing a Team Canada shirt, and he claimed uh, in a story that I insisted he tell, which is my contribution to this disaster, <laughs> Uh, that, uh, that Jenny came up to him and asked him if he was from Canada because he had a Team Canada hockey T-shirt on, even though he has a very thick Australian accent. Um, I thought it was funny. Uh, I thought it was entertaining. I don't think Jenny thought it was as funny as well, I did. I think uh, Robert uh, confused what she said. I, well, this is what she said to me. Yeah. She, you know, I, I actually preemptively heard the podcast and contacted her and said, listen... Said all this, uh, said the story. I said, if you want to come on, you should come on the podcast. And I said the same thing. Right. You should come on. Oh, wait. She talked to you about this? She texted me like that, like the day that it came out. Right. And, and she listened. I told her. I was like, Jenny, I was like, just come tell your side of the story. Yeah. That, and, it, that's what I asked her to and do. And she said she didn't want to turn it into a thing. Well, so. you guys just did. Well, she. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, not only that, but first of all, it took her five days to get back to me after I apologized. I knew we were in deep water. So she is like. Water there. She might be the nicest person I've ever oh, met. Yeah. In my She's life. super nice. So and bad. to top it all off, she lives in my building in Santa Monica. <laughs> <laughs> so I see her. My wife and I see her all the time. She's super fit. She's going for a run. She's going to the gym. She's going to yoga. We see her in the elevator. So now those elevator meetings will be super awkward. So <laughs> what we discover from all this, Robert Lucetich, not good at quoting conversations. And by the way, he's a 20-year veteran reporter. <laughs> So can we trust anything the man has reported over the last 20 years? He wrote that book about Tiger Woods. Was that all just made up out of his mind? And, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, it's – anyway, I feel bad. I, I just assumed he was he was right. and But it's my fault because I don't think he – he didn't want to tell the story. I made him tell that story. Right. So anyway, there you go. Sorry, Jenny. Hope you keep listening. Um, By the way, my – uh woman of pissed off. <laughs> no, you're – the Wendy's. DraftKings, a new sponsor, <laughs> DraftKings.com. My uh, room at the Hard Rock, uh, Face the Pool, on Sundays, they have a thing called Rehab. Yeah. Have you heard how loud the music is? What? Old my music. <laughs> pool parties. That's Vegas now. Yeah, but- so I was looking at the pool, and I'm like, how much pee is in there? Yeah, a lot of pee. There's a lot of pee in those. That's the underrated thing about those pool parties. They're just partying in pee. <laughs> and semen. Yeah, not just, yeah. Not just pee. Hot yeah. semen. Yeah. yeah. So I saw them. It's just the same. Stringy semen so all over. It's like Dead Mouse and Tiesto, all these <laughs> songs like strung together. It's just boom. And then they build and build, and then they all start bouncing up and down. And, yeah, exactly. Very much like this one is one of this is probably the hottest Vegas club. Party going. This, this is, is the it. one they request. Yeah.
yeah. as they frolic and splash, splash their pee on each other. And then I'm for sure people puke in there. Yeah. Oh. It's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> There, there's grapefruits. <laughs> That's going on poolside. That's every cabana. Right every there. cabana. That's happening. Well, they're making a, they're making some money off it. Oh yeah, for sure. So you didn't go participate. You didn't head down in a speedo. Super and I went to the quiet pool. Oh, <laughs> the. The people who don't want to pay money. Is that to... the YMCA? <laughs> the bathtub? <laughs> we sat in supervised bathtub. Just Why not, eh? Yeah. That would have been all right. <laughs> that would have been fine, too. I'm not shelling out money to go to a pool in my own hotel. Yeah. I've got a perfectly good tub right here. <laughs> Come on. It'll be fine. It's shallow. But at least I'm not sitting in someone else's piss. <laughs> you sure a cute kid. And that piss is just Red Bull lace. Yeah, yeah. It's full of nutrients. <laughs> Suck it up. Um, <laughs> but here's the other thing. So they've spent their entire, like, Thursday to Sunday drinking. Mm-hmm. So that piss has pretty much got, like, pulp in it. By that point, they're so dehydrated. It, it, pulp? It's like marmalade coming out. That's because when it's really it's like it's like tang. It's like tang. It looks like tang. Yeah, it's disgusting. The guy's 12 year 12 beers deep and he just took his first piss. But don't in Vegas, don't they have that chemical in the pools where if you piss, you you can see it. Vader just nodded. I think knows. I think Vader got caught. (laughs) (laughs) But then maybe we get to a point where you just wouldn't care and the, the whole pool would just look like that chemical. And never, I just now I'm gonna laugh forever with the Fox Sports Live dance song. Okay, but <laughs> poolside. <laughs> this is what it's so Frank at. That's the J Dan podcast. So this, this is, is poolside right here. This is me this trying is to have a nap. nap. I'm trying to have a nap in my room. <laughs> it's just all those noises. This is a lot of yop yops. <laughs> yop yop. Dubstep. <laughs> Oh, uh, sounds like Vegas was a treat. Make some <laughs> noise! <laughs> Heard that a yup, yup, yup! <laughs> watch bot, 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 bot. <laughs> Who's taking a piss? <laughs> See, we one of our podcast listeners has to make a point of going to one of those pool parties and actually taking a <laughs> Actually their no poop on oh, green. Speaking of podcast listeners, they reminded me of something. I'll be right back. All right, that was <laughs> he doesn't like really doing a podcast. <laughs> that was very strange. Uh, while Dan is gone, we should point out <laughs> that our uh, Canadian inducted into the Wall of Fame this week is uh, actor comedian Rick Moranis. Uh, oh no! Hey! Wow, you I brought three bags. Oh, wow. so, so remember, I said I couldn't find salt and vinegar chips. By the way, Dan just. Yep. Sp- Burst back into the room, and he's finally paying Mike back. For his the barbecue bag. chips. And so I go to chips. I go to buy Mike his barbecue chips, and what he do does. I find there? I found yeah. salt and vinegar. We've said that yeah, we all told you. along. That's how you lost the bet in the first place. And yeah. I got you the classic Lay's original. I like barbecues. Boy, you're really splurging. This is not like you. What's the deal? <laughs> it's all crumbs. Well, it was now. so long. It was so long. But at least nice. about 10 people were reminding me. They said, it's Tuesday. Don't forget the chips. Yeah, a lot of people were reminding you on Twitter. So thank you for that. Very, Very nice, nice podcast Very listeners. Nice. Oh, I was just saying uh, Rick Moranis on the Wall oh. of Fame this week. Love Unre- that guy. And we were talking. Underrated. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is never on 
like repeats on Sundays. You you find a home alone every single day. You do sometimes see space balls though, and that is hilarious. That is a he classic. was so funny in it. And the Ghostbusters, he was great. He was underrated on SCTV. He came along in like the fourth and fifth years and Jerry Todd and just had a bunch of great characters and but yeah, he's just a legend. Jerry Todd, you showed me those. Oh, oh my, my god. Go to YouTube.com. Check. <laughs> well, can you can just you YouTube. pull up a Screw Jerry YouTube. Todd clip? Just pull up Jerry Todd on, on YouTube and we'll we'll just hear like a real The, the clip. reason I said dot com is because we were discussing with Mike at the beginning. We were like, so we'll say DraftKings.com. He goes, No, you don't have to say dot com anymore. You don't, say that. you don't, you just said YouTube. You don't say Check out the Jane Dan podcast on no, YouTube. No, on the internet. You say H. <laughs> you say H T T P. Yeah, backslash colon backslash backslash w w w. I think we, we just for the first this first yeah, podcast. Now we know, now now we know. it's DraftKings.com. Go there. Go check it out. Just go check it out. When go you're on Google.com. Yeah, when you're on go. Google.com. Before you jump on YouTube.com to check out Jerry Todd videos, <laughs> just check it out. Okay, here we go. Let's let's just play, it. and this will be funny just to listen to. This is Jerry Todd. <laughs> Hi, this is Jerry Todd. You know, let's face it, your vision is one of the most important things you've got. And it's important to look after the old eyes. You know, the origin of the word vision is video. And video plays a pretty important part in looking after your two cameras. So every now and then, this reminder to turn off the video. Go out and see what the real world has to offer. Well, daylight feels a lot different than the dam, that's for sure. And as you can see, it's three-dimensional. Not only is there video up front, but there's video on the sides and out the back as well. There's a speedometer here to look at, a rearview mirror. Why, there's even a clock in here. Wish I had my sunglasses. There's a world of things to discover out there, to see live in person instead of your living room. These little devils are called calico oranda. I heard on Jacques Cousteau that there are goldfish bred in captivity in Hong Kong, and they're fed all kinds of things, bugs found in the water, algae, what have you. But the owner here at the pet store tells me that he feeds them the everyday fish food we've all seen advertised. Aren't they cute? That's Jerry Tom. Boy, it's terrific to see uh, the way this great. dish was. So, uh, Rick Morris, uh... How are the chips? Fresh? Oh, yeah. The yeah, best, fresh the chips. Best. Yep. Nothing worse than stale chips. Well, Rouse was trying a little scam, I saw. Oh. They Rouse had a uh, grocery store chain down here in L.A. They had the uh, the barbecue chips and a bunch of chips on the end, nowhere near the chip section, and it, the bag wasn't puffy. bag wasn't puffy. Oh. So I'm like, these chips are stale. So I found the chip section and found the puffy bags. <laughs> Really living a crazy rock star lifestyle here in L.A., aren't you? <laughs> you're, uh, you're complaining about the North. Did you go down to the lobby of the Hard Rock like, uh, can you tell those kids back there to keep it down? <laughs> oh, were you that kid, Dad? I am trying to have a sleep. There seems to be some loud music. What can you do about isn't, that? Isn't it a bit early for the kids to play their dance tracks? By the way, I don't know if it's this way in every casino. But, like, I left at 8 a.m. The music is cranked at 8 a.m. Because they don't want people. They want people, as soon as you walk down to that lobby, they want you pumped up. They want you gambling. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> oh, here's the other great thing. 8 a.m.? 8 a.m.? They're cranking the tune? Not at the pool. In, not at the pool, but in, in the, the casino. casino. Oh, yeah. That's really? the great thing about the Hard Rock is wow. all rock music. Yeah, tunes, good very, tunes. Very cool tunes. You go to the Aria, it smells like a, like cherry blossoms, and they're playing some sort of harpsichord. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a, and it's the perfect because I was discussing this with Superfan. Like it's the perfect demo. You like jeans and t-shirts. It's not like the the Bellagio where you're, I'm in a tuxedo right. gambling. <laughs> you see a lot of people in tuxedos at the Bellagio, <laughs> and it's not like uh, Prim Valley where it's essentially homeless or pe- people. Or people have no teeth. Or it's whiskey <laughs> beef. I build a f-ing gamble. I don't f-ing care. Is, is I want to know if there is a whiskey Pete still alive. Like, could he's, we have Whiskey Pete on the podcast? He spits on people as they come in. <laughs> come welcome to my casino. But this is your casino. F*** off. I didn't want any of you here. Why did you put a sign up then? Why is there a sign by the highway? We It says casino. Welcome. Open 24. I don't give a Get out. Get out of my casino. I'm Whiskey Pete. Or you're walking around the casino and you see a guy in the corner pissing. And you go tell the staff. There's someone pissing. That's whiskey. That's Pete. him. <laughs> he pisses where he wants to. This is his <laughs> damn casino. He if you don't the- like it, go to rehab. <laughs> he built the casino to have his own personal toilet. Hey, Rob Ford went to rehab. Do you think he just went to that pool party at the Hard Rock <laughs> for a month? <laughs> Probably in one of my drunken stupors. <laughs> just for a month. He's just there. Um, To defend the Hard Rock, I did want to see how they prepared. So I was watching him this morning. They were cleaning the pool. Oh, really? There was. They, they looked like they were doing a good job. You don't go to Vegas to watch the pool get clean. <laughs> what did you do in Vegas this weekend? You know, I just hung around by the pool around 6, 7 a.m., watched the cleaners. Uh, terrific job. They scrubbed it down, disinfected the entire thing, drained it, then filled it back up again. Las Vegas. What happens here stays here. I wonder if they're on X, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they might be. Everybody else at the pool is. Yeah, you know. that's right. I felt bad for the one guy. He had to wade in right up to his like uh, armpits and clean that part. So that's how his day starts, getting all wet. That's how my day starts. <laughs> <laughs> so great job, pool cleaners at the Hard Rock. Also, turn down your music in the morning. <laughs> if you're wondering. <laughs> oh, God. Jeremy Taggart, um, when was the last time you were in Vegas? Uh, I think it was that time when you guys were like just on vacation or something for like two weeks. Remember last year? Was it? Uh, oh, that's year, right. That's right. You guys were down there playing, uh, playing, and I believe you were in the old Vegas Strip, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, Fremont. Yeah. Back when I was in Our Lady P. Yeah, back back in the day. Back, back in the day. In the day. <laughs> Have you ever been to the Hard Rock Casino? I have. I've actually got a pretty good hard rock story. Oh, oh here we go. I was there uh, doing one of those, you know, fly uh, drive in from from L.A. weekends with uh, at the time it was Avery and a bunch of other friends of ours from Los Angeles, and uh, we got we went to we were staying at the we were actually this is funny we were staying at the uh, Mandalay Bay. But we went to the bar at the Hard Rock because at the time that was the, sp- the spot to go. So we're at the bar and I was just really hammered, and uh, standing on this PA, <laughs> and this bouncer kept saying like, "Hey man, get off that PA, brother." I'll be like, okay, okay, and I get off it, and then I just get banged up, and then I start getting back on this PA stack, and then he told me like three or four times, and I would forget and get back on it again, and. All of a sudden, he, like, said, you're out of here. Oh, no. So, I don't, like, it was real patchy, because I was, like, blackout hammered. And uh, I think at this point, nobody really uh, 
what wanted anything to do with me in a, a little bit. They were keeping an eye on me, but uh, <laughs> but for the most part, I remember part... being in the back of the Hard Rock of the alley in the back with like three or four bouncers. Oh no! Whoa. Were they roughing you up? Well, they were just kind of like. Uh, given, like, like I said, I, I don't really remember much other than being in the alley and kind of getting shoved around, kind of in the, uh, you know, like in between the guys. One of those kind of like pinballed in between two or three guys, <laughs> like those old fifties movies. Oh, yeah. oh, can't stand up that well, <laughs> can you? Oh, <laughs> so, but it was so bizarre. They they put me in a car and escorted me back to my hotel room. Like they took me back to the Mandalay Bay in the hotel all the way back to my room made sure i was in wow. my room that's service or yeah. do you, was do you think that was uh like a legal reasons they did that like, i don't know yeah i must have said the right thing yeah i'm I I <laughs> I gonna sue you bastards or something <laughs> i got perfect escort service back into the into the uh hotel and they made sure i was in my room it was nice how nice is that because the hard rock is a little bit of a pain in the ass to get to the strip yeah. from it is. So it's nice that you had that escort. They really did you a favor there. They did. They did. And, and uh, I don't remember what I did to do it, but it was uh, <laughs> certainly a, a good night. I mean, that's not the story I had for you guys, but that was in my night in Vegas. <laughs> what happened? Did you get uh, banged up, Toolsy? At, no, uh, no, I went the to the Hard Rock. I was uh, telling the, the guys how well they cleaned the pool. I was watching the clean pool cleaners then like watch night or in the morning. <laughs> in the morning, Tulsi likes to get up bright and early in Vegas and just <laughs> just watch the cleaners work. Maybe the maids. It is see all the, see all the grannies firing the nickels in. Oh, oh yeah, slots. You should see the the people stumble down to get oh. their coffee and then they decide to do some gambling. Oh, the slot sluts. Like no, they're just really hungover people that uh, have been awoken by their drunkenness and then they're just wandering around yeah. and. Hair yeah, all you disheveled. see, like, Scott Stapp come in? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Stapp. Remember, I, I, I have reason to be upset about him because we had, like, four nights off in Vegas because he kept canceling shows because of his voice or something, but he was just partying too hard, I guess. But I ended up, like, $4,000 down in blackjack. Whoa. Because, of, because you know, he had too much free time. Way too much free time. There's <laughs> nothing else to do. Yeah, I was actually getting everything comped and everything, but I was didn't really need anything. I was just sitting at the table. Speaking of free time, so I went and saw Carrot Top, and we got to meet him after the show. And, yeah, uh, I yeah. saw that picture. That's classic. <laughs> he's, he's, remember how he used to be really buff? I think he realized he had gotten too muscular because that's, that's all he did in his downtime, I think, was work out. It was gross, though. Yeah, he was like prison ripped. Yeah, it was, it was getting creepy and weird. What? Yeah. So he's not like that? He's soft now? He's not soft. He's still, but he's just like the muscles aren't as big. Right. He's not soft. He's still like working out. He's I still maybe jacked. it's because he didn't have his shirt on, Toolsy. Yeah. No, he took his shirt off during the performance. He did. Yeah. He took his shirt off because he does a musical number at the end where he imitates all these like uh, rock artists, and one of them he had to take his shirt off for. I don't know. Man. I thought it was more his face was kind of plasticky. Well, that's the other thing. Like, I asked Dan about that. Like, is his face stretched out? Like, it looks no, like he's had all the surgery. No, in person, like, he seemed, like, actually, in person, extremely nice guy. He seems sure he nice. Is. He seems nice. And then it, not as jarring as I thought. Right. Like, cause you, you were like, ugh! Because you're expecting, because <laughs> the way people talk about him, the way he talks about himself, like, he says, oh, I terrify people, whatever. But you're expecting, like, a real-life clown to come in. 
Yeah. But no. I, would, I would see him. I would assume he's probably one of those like really all too knowledgeable people. Like so, back when you came from Canada, was it last spring? Like you would know all that kind of stuff. Well, he claimed to watch our show, Taggart. That's the boy. That's the best news we've heard in a long time. That's right. Well, Maybe we can get that on our billboards. Carrot Top watches. Carrot Top watches. Maybe you should too. I saw the tweet. He was like, "It was nice to have you there," and yeah. it's not like you put him up to that. No, he uh, he said, "Do you mind if we tweeted out?" You you blew him, didn't you? <laughs> yes. I, I'd like to send a tweet out uh, with this picture of us, Dan. But first, <laughs> zip. <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Dan, how is, uh, how is Vegas? Pretty good. I saw some pools getting cleaned. Uh, asked uh, the Hard Rock to turn the music down. And I gave Carrot Top a b- it was pretty fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, are you guys doing any uh, more vacations up here? You coming up here, Toolsy? Uh, yeah, I leave there. Uh, we're there a couple weeks. We're doing an event in Niagara. Yeah, are you we- doing a little cottaging up in Muskoka? Or I refuse to do that. Dan I- hates cottages, remember? I When I vacation in Peterborough, <laughs> I stay at the Super 8. That's because Peterborough is a is cottage. It's like being at a cottage in Peterborough. You go down the street and you're at the old fishing hole. I'm just no. a pig farmer from Peterborough. <laughs> not, not where the Super 8 is. There's a, there's a Red Lobster. There's a McDonald's. There's uh, a Burger King. That Red I guess Lobster. you can do some fishing at Red Lobster. How fresh yeah, is you, that fish at the Red Lobster in Peterborough? Oh, fresh off the boat. <laughs> they just pulled the just, boat up. Just fresh right out of the Maritime Harbors. Guys, we've got to get this fish to Peterborough now. I want it on the plane. When you crush the big, huge thing of those shrimp things, and then you get the big Ugh. gut ache, and then through a straw again. <laughs> hey, if Red Lobster knows to do how to do one thing, it's how to make that cheesy bread or whatever the cheese Why rolls. don't they just change the name of the restaurants to Cheesy Bread Land? <laughs> That's all anyone wants. Cheese rolls. It's cheesy Bread Land, formerly Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tager. what? so what? Uh, tell us the story you had planned for us. We kind of got you sidetracked. Nice, because you were, you know, I, I, I was trying a segue worked terribly. Oh. Cottage. Oh, okay. I like this. I love cottage stories. But, I mean, it's that time of year, mm-hmm. and uh, this uh, this happened, I believe it was 2002 or something like that, and uh, we were at the Muskoka, uh, a bunch of friends up there having a real good time, getting uh, right into things. Sam Roberts was playing the key to Bala. Oh, love Sam Roberts. Love Sam Roberts, and this was back... Uh, on on his first album when he was you know really blowing up and uh, uh, the original drummer Corey Zadarozny I was buddies with him and I I said uh, before the show I was like I want to come out tonight and I was like we're all psyched and then sure it'll be a great time and we went there and me and all my buddies and uh, there was a guy I think it was Luke Zellers he had these mushrooms and we all partook of the mushrooms, mm. and then he was got to the point where he kept like he coming coming back again and giving you more and giving oh, you no. more. Oh yeah. So I, you know, I'd I'd, I'd uh, taken the taken a little bit a lot, <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and and then we went to the concert. Oh so no! We're at the God. Con- we're at the concert, oh. and it is just quite an experience. I don't know if you guys have ever done it the uh, mushrooms but if you're out in the cottage it's beautiful with the the trees and everything but we're at the sweaty bar and we're in the <laughs> kind of like a mosh pit and sam roberts is playing great and we're having a great time i just said to the guys i was like 
I think I want to go up there and get in on this. Oh, no. no. <laughs> so, so I, they, the show ended, and it, and it was coming up in the encore. I didn't want to wreck the show, but uh, I, I just felt like playing the drums. So I asked Corey, I was like, do you mind if I sit in? And he just goes, sure. And we're like, play, I, I don't remember what song we played, but we played. And then I like just kind of <laughs> took a solo at the end of that. Wow. For like five minutes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> just like, and you guys, you know, I mean, it was good stuff, but it was just ridiculous. Like, because it's just like, I, I, I was told, like, I thought they were like, go ahead, but they were just like, this was a, a spot in the song where they're, you know, you kind of break it down. <laughs> but I just took that. I was like, oh, you want me to just shred here for five minutes? Okay. <laughs> so I literally was like, uh, Solo, 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 and then like, okay, man, like we gotta finish this song again, <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> so we got back into it and finished the song, and uh, it was a good time. But suffice it to say, I was never invited to jam with them again. <laughs> wow, I'm just, I'm surprised you were able to play. Like, I know, I was thinking that too, like, because I've heard about other people when they've been on mushrooms. Yeah, and uh, and, <laughs> and there's. I just don't understand how you could get it all together like that to play in that condition. I think there's just like an inherent connection. Once you're in there, you're you're connecting to time. I, I remember this story. Uh, Michael Shreve, who played with Santana, uh, and uh, in actually at Woodstock, and he told me the story like one on one one night drinking in New York. He told me the story of the time he played Woodstock, and he was only 17 at the time when he was playing with. With with Santana, and they did Soul Sacrifice. Remember with the big solo, and it's one of the best performances of Woodstock is Santana. And they thought they were on that later that evening. So oh, no. oh they took LSD, right? Mescaline. Mescaline. They took mescaline <laughs> at like one o'clock in the afternoon, thinking they'd be fine, like they wouldn't be playing till like nine or ten at night. But they're like, you guys are on at three o'clock. <laughs> And they're like, what? <laughs> so, like, that performance, they are just absolutely, like, on a whole new plane, screwed up on masculine. Wow. And I've, I've never wow. tried masculine, and I'm not a big drug guy, but uh, apparently it's a, it's a uh, fast lane. <laughs> I just, that's something you, should, you can do in the de- People always do it in the desert, right? Masculine? Well, there's that scene, though, no, that's peyote, but there's that scene in, uh, in Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing, Vegas. Right. Remember when the masculine kicks in and right. they're at, that, at the, uh, the casino in downtown Vegas <laughs> and things just really start getting crazy? He's yeah. on that, like, carousel trying to get off. That was like Toolsy's weekend this past weekend. <laughs> I, was, I was just picturing what it would be like if I had gone to Woodstock. People would be like, you going to the concert tonight? Nope. I'm showing up to see how the cleaning crew works out in the morning. <laughs> Can't wait to see them spray down all these hippies. The funniest thing is like, hey, we got like seven hours to kill. Here, let's try some mescaline. That'll do. That's amazing. I guess they were thinking they'd go do some mudslides and check out some girls. Oh, God, that's great. Good stuff, uh, fellas. Oh. Jeremy Taggart, thank you for coming on as always. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. Thanks, well. Taggart. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Bye, guys. See you, bud. Did they have porta potties at Woodstock? They must have. No, I don't, I don't think they so. just dug holes. No, just took. I wasn't in the there. Field. I don't know why you looked at me. Because where porta potties invented then? No, I don't think so. Good question. Was everyone Outhouses, just pissing? Probably. Can there they... had to have been some sort of. I bet you not.
No. They had to have some kind of like latrine. Yeah. yeah. Can we Google you know search? I mean? Can we Google.com? Yeah. Google.com. <laughs> uh, Patrick, can did, you go to Google.com? Did Woodstock have porta potties? Uh, I did go. Uh, Kissed apparently doesn't have a bar in Vegas. I'll get to this one. But apparently they have a miniature golf course and a coffee shop. Really? Kiss. So. The. Baddest asses in rock and roll. Come to our miniature golf course <laughs> and have a fresh coffee afterward. <laughs> then watch the pools being cleaned. <laughs> oh, Kiss. You are the best. You the, got the best. The other part, sorry, miniature golf courses. Sorry to uh, yeah. keep regaling you about stories of the the pool cleaning people, but the one lady, she has to clean up all, like, the uh, the big lounge where people lie down, so she's, like, Ugh. she's picking up, she's, like, I, I'm watching her, she's, like, yeah, one flip-flop, she's throwing the garbage, oh, she's God. trying, like, one shirt. Donovan McNabb Donovan here, McNabb's everybody! Yeah. Our guest this week, we didn't tell you he was our guest, because we weren't 100% sure he was going to make it, but... <laughs> How you doing, my How friend? are you? The limo didn't come. The limo oh, the limo didn't come. Yeah, this is so great to see you. Here you go. I'll put that nice on. Thank you. Yeah, we, we have a new sponsor. sponsor. Oh, we, really? Yeah, we, we've been waiting for about a year and a half, and we finally got one. Nice. Aren't you proud of us? Hey, you know what? Congratulations, guys. <laughs> Play that. <laughs> I was just regaling people about my stories from Vegas, and they're pretty boring. Oh. I was just in Vegas. I uh, have no comments on Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> so, where do you stay when you go? Yeah, where do you stay? Where do you stay? It, it varies. Uh, I'll stay either at Caesars, uh, Paris, or Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood? P-H. I, I love Planet Hollywood. It's it's kind of underground. No one really stays there. Everyone wants to Bellagio, Caesars. They want all the big names. I go right there to Planet Hollywood. I'm right in front of everything. People don't bother you all the time. You just want to gamble. You're millions and millions. You want to just gamble. I, I don't gamble. I don't, I don't gamble. I'm not a gambler. I'll, I'll go and maybe for an hour go roll some crap so I can get the free drinks. And You know, I love when the, the lady comes around. Have you been here to Whiskey Pete's? I have place? not been to Whiskey Pete's. I don't know yeah, if they he, he would have too want many people that look casino. like me in there. So He doesn't want anyone in his casino. What would we yeah. have to pay you to go with Dan for a weekend to Whiskey Pete's? <laughs> if you just buy all the drinks for yeah. me and whatever ladies we recruit. i got to be honest. It's going to take more than that. I know it for sure. No, I'm, Pete's. I'm, I'm, not a, uh, I'm not a hard guy to hang with, man. Just, you know, let's, let's just listen to good music. Let's all laugh right. and joke and, and surround ourselves with some talent. Watch some uh, pools being cleaned. No. <laughs> Don't want to do that. You know, because that means something wrong. Something happened wrong, you know, in the pool, which I don't want to get in it. Yeah, that's a good point. Have you ever been to one of those Vegas pool party things? I have. I any, have. Is I, it any fun? And do I you do, think... The day parties are outstanding. Uh, but are people, the people are peeing in that pool. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know that I stay in there myself, so... Uh, <laughs> You know, I've got some good hot hot urine. <laughs> I've got <laughs> some good hot urine. Yeah. That's going to be the pull quote of this podcast. I mean, I'm sure they shock the pool as much as possible. Uh, people don't get out too much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Donovan, you're uh, you're an NFL legend, and you, we should uh, specify, 99% of our listeners. Uh, we do have American listeners to our podcast, but a lot of them are Canadian. You have a strong connection yeah, to Canada. Yeah, I'm pretty big out there in Canada, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm playing at Syracuse, uh, married into a family in which uh, it's well-known out in Canada in the Hamilton, Toronto area. So 
Uh, yeah, I'm pretty big. I'm pretty big. You spent some serious time in the hammer. You've you've hung yes. out in the hammer. Yes, I have. Uh, I, I love the nickname. You know, I, I, <laughs> I caught on to it early. Uh, I thought it was just given to me because, uh, you know. Uh, but I see that's what they roll with out there. But, you know, it's a lot, it's a, it's a lot of fun. You know, if you want to stay in Hamilton, if you want to go to Toronto, uh, if you happen to want to go to, you know, Windsor, uh, Detroit, you know, there's a lot of options out there, and uh, there's some great people there. Yeah, and you do a radio show. Like, normally you'd be doing a radio show right now, right? Uh, we're, we finish up early before yeah. you guys kind of warm things up, but on NBC Sports Radio, it's it's actually out there in uh, Toronto as well. So we have one of our Toronto analysts on. He has his own show, I believe, for three hours. So they get a chance to hear me back. So how, how long is the radio show every day? It's four hours. What? You're crazy. You're, you Do you realize how successful you were as an athlete? You don't have to work this hard. Hey, man, these kids nowadays eat entirely too much. <laughs> <laughs> Clothes are expensive. Uh, you know, they want to take trips, you know. And then, you know, I, hey, I got to make money, man. Bills got to be paid. I don't spend a lot of money, but I just at least wanted to have it. So when I'm done, I step away. I don't want to work anymore. My kids will be fine. But you told me that you went to Syracuse. I mean, you could have gone to a bunch of schools, but you wanted to go to Syracuse because they have such a good reputation Absolutely. for sports broadcasting. So you always knew you wanted to do I this. did. I did. From uh, I want to say it might have been 10, 11, uh, you know, watching the news and, you know, one of my favorite sportscasters was on, Jim Kelly. And, you know, we had a lot of other guys who were filled in on different channels. And I told myself, I want to be one of those guys. I want to be able to, to explain all the sports to the world and, and be able to show that side of things. And once I got through high school, uh, Syracuse recruited, and I, I, I want to go there. I want, it was either there or Nebraska. They were one and two in, in broadcasting. And, you know, chose Syracuse. And, man, I just gave, gave as much experience as I can. So I had plan B set. If football didn't work out or when it was over, I can move right into it. Here's what I always think. Uh, one of my favorite things on Fox Sports Why Live is... Why is my cord connected yeah, to the No, chair? you know what it is? Nope, it's it's this chair. I mean, there you go. are y'all Get trying to kill there. me before no, I got to go Oh, we want to make it a challenge for yeah, you. I'm like... Uh. So one of my favorite things on our show is when you break down plays. Yeah. So I always think, because when you guys are in the, uh, the avocado room watching a game, you guys are always like talking to each other, right. saying, okay, here's what's going on. Can you watch a game without just looking at everyone's errors or what they're doing right? Or can you just enjoy no. a game? Because, you know, it's funny because they did the same thing while I was playing. It was like, oh, well, you know, incomplete pass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your back foot, you know, you got to work on your back foot. Your front, you got to use your foundation. Uh, and that's what I do. I watch the quarterbacks. I, I try to watch a game and not be the analyst. I just want to be a fan. And that's what I, I'm excited about now because I'm no longer playing and now I can tailgate and I can hang out and, you know, have a couple beers or pop some wings or some uh, buffalo wing, you know, whatever. Uh, but I try to watch the game, but I get I get caught up in breaking it down. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you guys are noticing things that the, the common person sitting at home would never notice. You know, I'm not as bad as Gabe Kapler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm watching football or me and Ephraim were laughing and joking because somebody's either getting blown out, getting blown off the ball you know, whatever it may be, and then you're watching baseball and Gabe's like, oh, look at his back foot. Look at his shoulders. His bats up. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Wait. You know, I, I never looked at it that way, Gabe. But you learn a lot, and, and that's the good thing about working on this show is, you know, we can learn things from the baseball guys. We can talk things about football. Basketball guys are in. You can talk why some teams only won 39 games last year and why Doc Rivers and, and, the, and the Clippers can't seem to play defense when they need it. Uh, you know, it's just things like that when you can bounce things off of different guys. And you are into hockey because your nephew, Darnell right. Nurse, this is such a cool story, drafted by the Edmonton Oilers last year, a big star for the Sioux Greyhounds. 
And you have a guys. You went to the draft. I was at the NHL draft. It's pretty a quick, under, right? It's, uh, it, no, it's, it's the <laughs> longest draft ever. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, working on the show here and then doing stuff with NBC Sports Radio, I was able to get down in the pit where all the teams are are, are lined up in the middle of the basketball court. They have it in an arena, old arena in Newark, New Jersey. And it seems like it's everybody and their mother and great-grandmother is sitting at the table. It's 15 oh, or yeah. 16 people oh, yeah. at each table. Half of the people don't even know anything for the organization. Yep. But it's 15 minutes each pick, and they wait the full 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there, and I'm like, oh, my God, I hope my nephew goes early. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it, it was like one win. I'm like, okay, two, three, four, five. And I'm like, well, you know. I'm still the highest draft pick in this family. <laughs> I'm like, look. And I looked at him, and he just put his head down. And eight came around, and, and Darnell got drafted to the Edmonton Oilers. I was happy for him. Um, you know, I, we were sitting right there by Edmonton, too, which it was a coincidence. And, you know, I was just happy that whole process was done. But it's funny you bring up my nephew. My nephew was drafted by the NHL uh, at Edmonton Oilers. I have a niece who's now at the University of Wisconsin. Uh, I believe she won Rookie of the Year in, in hockey. Um, and she will be trying out for the uh, world world team for Canada wow. uh, in a couple of years. I have my other niece, which is Darnell's sister. She signed a letter of intent going to the University of Connecticut to play basketball. She's playing with the world basketball teams, the, the older women, the 30 and over, uh, starting at the point guard position for the second year. Um, their older sister went to Oregon to play basketball. What? What kind of and, and then transferred to Bowling Green, finished up her career there. Uh, so it, it's just a family of all athletes. Yeah. So are you are you pointing this out to your kids? You're like, look at what your cousins. No, are. you know it, it's it's good because you know my my daughter who's nine, she can watch her cousins play basketball because she loves basketball. So now she can see someone else doing it. Uh, then I have a nephew that's in Houston. He's young, though. He's only four. Uh, but they have him in hockey, so he'll get a chance to watch, you oh, know, yeah. you know his his uh, cousins play, and it's great teaching tool for all of our young guys and, and young young ladies uh, to just kind of aspire to be great yeah. and know that the door's open, um, and of course eliminates the money from a parent standpoint. Well, so they well, get that's a the best part, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean the scholarship situation. It's, um, it's ridiculous, Donovan. Before we let you go, I got to put you on the spot here to answer this question. Are Jay and I your favorite Canadians working on Fox Sports Live? You are my favorite on Fox Sports Live. Yeah, all right. That's a that's an endorsement. You didn't have to throw the Canadians in there. We all know you're Canadian, okay? You know we've got two dudes in suits. Yeah, yep. you yeah. know. Then we, yeah. yeah, we got yeah. two brothers from another mother up yeah. there with Cole and Don. Yeah, you yeah. know. But you guys just stand out amongst yourselves. You got one that's six nine, and then you're five three. Um, <laughs> And it's just fun to be with you guys because you keep it going. Yeah, it's fun. We have, fun. We have a great time uh, doing the show. And it's good to have you. I felt like you were you were gone for so long. Like, it, I, well, you know, it was contract dispute. You know, we yeah. were talking about the money situation. Uh, I ended up getting what I needed. You know, yeah. I own part of Fox Sports here. What? Um, and you had to grow in that beard. Yeah, well, I grew into the beard. Yeah, they gave me the bathroom on a second level. Oh, see. Uh, that's all mine. Yeah, it's see, we don't mine. have that. Yeah. So, Ephraim, not, forget it. Not yeah. using that. Sorry, Ephraim. <laughs> <laughs> and where's Gary? We haven't seen Gary Pippen Yeah, where's Gene well, Pippen? You know, everything that we're seeing, I think, with Fox, it's a change. And we're trying to be competitive, obviously, with ESPN. So, 
Gary will probably be back during later in football and in basketball. Gary's uh, on tonight? Yep. Gary Payton's here tonight. Oh, well, you know, they always try to bring the handicap <laughs> on. Uh, <laughs> but wait, isn't Gary going to be an assistant coach in the NBA or something well, like that? Well, he's, he's up for a job, up for two jobs, actually. Um, you know, Gary's a guy that, that worked with Ephraim when he was going through his little training deal. He's worked yeah. with a lot of point guards in the league, so... You know, he's he's well-versed. Everybody looks up to him. Would you ever want to coach? Would you ever Absolutely want to not. <laughs> Absolutely Too not. Much Too much time. No, not a GM. You know what? I like to do the, the training on the side to prepare these guys going into camp, going into uh, these opportunities, OTAs, mini camps, training camps, and then the regular season. Just preparing these guys mentally and physically of what they need to Like you say, on. like young quarterbacks. We young quarterbacks. Yeah. I like to catch them young, maybe in, in college or even high school, so when they get up to the professional ranks, because there's not great coaching in the professional ranks. You know, these, these coaches that are there are friends of head coaches, friends right. of, you know, offensive coordinators, and they just kind of build up to become offensive coordinators themselves. So uh, it's not play- like the kid's going to come in and learn that much from any of these coaches. And if you play for Jim Harbaugh, he just takes all the snaps in practice anyway. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's throwing all the balls in. <laughs> exactly. It's like, Jim, relax. That was 20 years ago when you <laughs> He's played. got his khakis on. Yeah, yeah. He's just hurling it down the hey, field. you know, cotton dockers. Uh, Donovan, thank you for coming this in. Is you awesome. know what, guys? Thanks for having man. me. Yeah, we you know, wanted maybe to have one day I so can long. get one of these shirts. Uh, you, know, can, you can right here. I, I appreciate you putting me putting the fifteen dollar replica jersey. <laughs> that was a hundred bucks. Yeah, what? hundred dollars? Yeah. It looks fake. Boy, you get you, you got, got that got on robbed. Venice Beach, right? Huh. And then Nike, Gary's look like one you might see like on a on a box or a Rottweiler down the Venice Beach. <laughs> 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 like, like, they try to have their dog look athletic, <laughs> and they put Gary's uh, Gary's jersey on there. I mean, it's so true, unbelievable, man. Yeah, nothing but the best here. I, I, I nothing know. but the best. I mean, and what's up with the helmet? Is that something like you know you could take into the no the, oh, one the, the light Budweiser, on? Oh, the red yeah, light on it. yeah, that's, that's something like you can wear in the in the bedroom and let her know yeah. it's, about, it's about to be some serious sex time. Yeah. The red light is going on. The red light is on. Where are the children to bed? You make your room the red light district. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I'm about to put so, it down, baby. We'll see if we can find one of these for you. I love that theme music. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, we got to wrap it up. Okay, Walk yeah, we got to get hot going. Sauce. You can have a hot sauce if you want. Um, okay, well, this has been great. we got to wrap it up. Because it's 5.30. You always have to wrap it up. Well, normally we'd go another <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> oh, Donovan. Oh, I walked into that one. <laughs> Make sure to visit our sponsor, uh, DraftKings.com. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, DraftKings.com. Go to DraftKings. <laughs> or they won't even give me a shirt. Yeah. No, no well, you can have Arnie's. Yeah, yeah. I'm joking. You can have Arnie's. I'm jo- wow, really? Yeah. It's not at the Umar. Oh, look at this. Look what Botticella has. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I always get like the little kid's shirt. It's a little tight. No, no, you'll fit the in arch. You'll fit large. into that one. Yeah, that'll yeah, stretch. Yeah. It'll stretch. It'll stretch out. One size fit all. Um, I got to say, this has been a blast having you on. Uh, Jim, thanks so much for some great stories earlier. Tagger Thank was you. great this week. All the guys and the crew. And hats off to the Hard Rock Cafe or the Hard Rock Casino's pool cleaning staff. Great, great work. work. <laughs> How to scrub that semen out of there. <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Elvis has just left the building. They're going home.